0: Whew.
1: If we had a sponsor, it would be Papa John's Pizza right now, because Papa John's Pizza is so good. That's what I'm devouring. Right now, and this is like four days old Papa John's Pizza. You know, out of the refrigerator, put in the oven, warm it up, brown it a little bit. Garlic sauce that they provide on top. Man, it's so good. But they're not sponsoring us, so enough free publicity for the Papa John's, but that is how we're starting off this week. Jason and I, I being Shaughnessy, had a chance to go in with Sir Richard Wynnum. I don't know if he's been knighted yet by the Queen. Should be though. He is my favorite Brit, my closest Brit. Actually my favorite Brit would be Paul McCartney. So I don't know Paul yet. Richard Wynnum, I do know, consider him a friend. So he's definitely my favorite Brit that I know. Awesome guy, Jason and I were fortunate enough to go back into his studio at WTC on 88.1 FM here in the Chattanooga area and do an interview and share some songs. And it was the first time in like 15 or 16 years that Jason and I got to do it. We have no business being there really now. We had a couple shows to promote. That's pretty fun. But we did like 15, 16 years ago when we were promoting a show and we definitely had no business back then, but Richard was so cool to us as he always is to local musicians, and really gives time and attention to who they are and what they do, and it feels like you're somebody when you're around him. Always appreciate that. So the next 30, 35 minutes, I think it's closer to 30 maybe, we'll see. Of what you hear is our chance that we had to go in with him on the 6th, 5th? fourth. I'm going to say the 4th of January 2022 and talk and share songs and all that kind of stuff. So, here's our time at WTC with Sir Richard Wynnum.
2: Don't know the reason why you feel the way you
0: do. But I know you want change. Our guest this morning is singer and songwriter Sean Cargyle. He'll be playing in the Cherry Street Tavern downtown on Cherry and 7th Street uh, this evening, starting at 7 o'clock.
2: I haven't touched your body in what feels like a year my hands are reddened by cleansings, the meaning isn't clear. And I got resolutions coming truer and truer every day. And though the isolation helps, I sit alone with my victory cage. So if I get too close to you, you may not be better off. And if I stay six feet from you, will that be any different than before? My phone is the same, no, it's not been turned off. And I promise you, I promise you I'll be better than before. I'll be better than before. I'm so much better than before. I'm better than, I'm better than, better than before. You know it could be deadly To even go outside And the reason I don't go out Is the mask still shows your eyes And I see disappointment Where I used to only see your hollow smile And if a wound could use some ointment for healing, you should know this will take a while. So if I get too close to you, you may not be better off. And if I stay six feet from you, will it be My phone is the same, no it's not been turned off And I promise you, I promise you I'll be better than before I'll be better than before So much better than before I'm better than, I'm better than, I'm better than before. And I got resolutions coming truer and truer every day. But I think the isolation, maybe getting in.
0: Our guest, Shaughnessy Cargyle with him this morning is his friend, Jason Foster.
1: Okay, hey, you introduce your own song.
3: The Genesis is from a little passage from the script, an Old Testament story about a king that had, was headed a direction. He had, in, he had invested money on mercenaries. He had gotten all the people ready for war, and he was going to go to war. And the man of God came and said to him, this has not been ordained. And God could make you win, but he can also make you lose. And the king's big concern was, but what am I going to do with all this money that I've already spent on this? And the man of God said, God has so much more for you than this. So, just
1: You a, should title it, More For You Than This.
3: That is the title, Sean.
1: There we go. <laughs> I like it. All right.
3: <laughs>
4: So there was this king who said it's time to go to war and moving on so ignorantly not knowing what's in store Well, a man of woe he came to say Boy, you better change your ways Cause I got some bad news for you A law could make you win and he could make you lose But he'd say I've come so far just to get here How can I turn better change your ways boy I'm in too deep and I do not know how you'll say you don't hear what I say Say it again. (laughs) Have you ever felt just like that, King? You're headed down this one-way street And you know you should turn around Every time you move your feet Well, I got some good news for you Here at the studio in downtown Chattanooga You know you could hear this The Lord has so much more for you, so much more for you than this. But you'd say, I've come so far just to get here. How can I turn back? You better change. I'll say it again. Yeah. <laughs> What
0: I say to you? That's nice. You guys uh, harmonize really well. Are you performing together to Cherry Street?
1: No, I don't know. Probably once
3: or twice. Yeah. Okay. I'll make it down. It's his gig, but you might let me tag along.
0: You should.
1: Okay. Trees out.
0: <laughs> he compliments what you do. <laughs>
1: Yeah, he's kind of my second. He's kind of the Ringo to my Paul.
3: Wow, Paul. You gave yourself okay. Paul. Okay. I don't yeah. say. So, yeah. Sure.
0: So we established that you, you don't make music for money, or at least you haven't been able <laughs> no to. One.
1: <laughs> no one. To
3: find <Define> money.
0: <laughs> I mean,
1: technically, I'm a professional musician because I have been paid, and I'm going to be paid this month multiple times.
0: So I'm just wondering why you, um, you know, why, why do you make music? What, what is your motivation for making it?
1: It's a challenge that's kind of a fun challenge. Like, oh, man, can I make a song that would actually say something meaningful? It doesn't have to be, like, the most flowery or epic or beautiful because I don't have that much trust in my lyrical ability. But can I write something that means something? And then could I go, especially to, like, an open mic and play it and people actually listen? Yeah, if there's the ability to create something... (laughs) and feel confident enough in how it sounds and what it says to then play it in public and actually have someone seemingly listen and even more come up and say something about it somehow that to me is a pretty big win so that's kind of a fun challenge cuz i like to play music anyway but playing to an indifferent crowd which i've done every almost every time i play is one thing but to be able to turn the indifference to at least like oh what what did you say or you know before it was like to go out and play at open mics go to bars and play get to know other people and in a self-righteous way it was to do all that and not drink and be like oh then people will see like oh who's this person who doesn't drink oh that's so cool that you go to a bar and don't drink because i was kind of proud of that just because i mean i don't want to drink so that wasn't actually an accomplishment i don't care to drink so <laughs> it, it made it made no sense i mean i was just i thought oh well, that'll be a good like good example That someone can be in this environment and do music and not drink but for that to really be impressive it'd have to be like oh wow here's a great musician who also doesn't drink but it was more just like (laughs) oh there's some guy who plays the guitar who doesn't drink so that was like one of my motivators at first but i was like oh it's kind of nice to be able to learn that community get to know those people and then wow we have so many great songwriters even just like in chattanooga Mm -hmm. like ryan oyer one of the people who's right behind me and I'm not just saying that because you're right could be put me. in
3: the same tier as Shaughnessy Cargyle. No, Agreed.
1: I was like these are these are better songs. So it'd be like <laughs> in, like, oh, I want to want to write some songs like the local people, and then if someone else could impre- appreciate it or like it.
0: So, to, to what is the song? You, you've played enough over mics and so on. You must have some sense of the songs that work pretty consistently. There's a
1: few that I know. Okay, if I play this and I actually wrote it, I feel confident in it. People will actually kind of listen a little bit, but then I just end up playing like the same three or four songs for you know 15 years. So trying to branch out and do stuff that I think actually is meaningful, whether anybody else listens to it, but if someone would listen to it and actually think, oh, that's that's interesting, that's just there's a challenge. So that's part of it. It would be great to one day write something that made money then I'd be doing something you love and getting a little money for it. Oh, man, that'd be incredible. Yeah. But, you know, I kind of gave up on that idea a long time ago. So I just, I like to write to a certain degree for that challenge of receiving something other than indifference.
0: Okay. So play a song that you think, play a, play a song that you're proud of that, that, you, that you, after you finish writing it, think, oh, that's pretty good.
1: Okay, well, this, this is one that, yeah, that I felt pretty good about initially, and then as time went on, I was like, oh, actually, I I like this song even more. So you know this song. What song is it? Called Boxes.
2: When all of the boxes have come off And I know we won't be back this way again It's funny for so long, I've held you so dear I'm not sure how easy this break will be You told me your story, you said sing along Sang it so eerily clear, but someone else told me that love forces none to sing what they don't wanna hear. Over years that I've known you, you felt just like home. But I'm not sure that home's supposed to feel like this, dear. I've been told there's times that I'll yearn for this train. And though it may have hurt me, I'll search for the pain. You told me you're story. You
4: said, sing along. You sang it so eerily clear
2: but someone else told me that love is none to sing what they don't I'm through with your lies. This world's not the end of my life. There's someone who saved me so I could sing clear the songs that I'm supposed to hear. You told me you're sorry. You said, sing along. You sang it so eerily clear. But someone else told me that love forces none to sing what they don't want to hear. You told me a story. You said sing along, you sing it so eerily clear, but someone else told me that love forces none to sing what they don't want to hear.
0: When you do the open mic on uh, Tuesdays, has that affected how you write? Do you use it as a workshop opportunity or not?
1: Sometimes, yes, because it's a 15-person kind of revolving group. There's usually 10 of those 15 or so. So it's people that you grow a friendship with, a connection with. And then you play those songs multiple times. They hear them. They know them. And because they're your friends or friendly, they're pretty receptive. Maybe it's because it sounds good at times, or maybe they're just trying to be nice. But either way, it kind of gives a little more ability to be vulnerable and share things, thinking, well, at least someone's going to listen. So, you know, at least we can try and try it out a little bit.
0: And, and I'm assuming that's true for everybody else who comes to I sure hope so. Mostly singers and songwriters or not?
1: Poets? It's more poets, really. It's kind of turned into that over the years. The initial idea was to have like a performance open mic, similar to a Tremont Tavern, but it would be kind of in a different environment, more of a listening room, maybe a little quieter, but it would be very, you know, performance. And after about a month and a half, two months of having 40 people one week, five the next week, 25, eight, the goal was to keep it still like a listening room, but really try to figure out who's actually showing up, who seems to benefit from this, not just as an audience member, but like they want to share their thing and they want to they wanna stick around throughout the night and build connections. And then basically we turned it into a non-Bible study small group almost, you know, so there was a text chain and there was a Facebook page for that group and then those people are Helping someone with a yard sale that weekend, or someone was moving and we helped them load up their stuff for a move. So it turned in more to a like a small group, hmm. and so which has been kind of cool because then that's kind of stayed over the last seven years. That fifteen person group has kind of like rotated a little bit and evolved, but then you have people that you've been vulnerable with, not just showing up and sharing a song or poetry, but like in other areas of life, and so that makes it even. Kind of richer at times to hear what people are sharing and what they're willing to share now because now they know you, and yet they're still willing to like really bear their soul, especially the poets, which I think is pretty interesting.
0: I do too. I think it's it's something of an ideal. I think it's cool. Oh yeah, very very cool. Why don't we close with a song?
1: Yeah, because Jay, what's we could do one that's just kind of a, a fun cover song. Okay. Okay. The one we talked about.
4: Okay.
3: <laughs> do that. Sure. I don't remember all the words, I feel like. I think I'm going to get them wrong. Even better. All right. Thanks for being prepared.
1: (laughs) It's been 15 years since he's been in here, and then he comes in with...
3: And I think I wrecked your last song, too. I I missed a couple harmonies there. A couple times. I I, I flattened out a bit on you.
1: Yeah, you know. Richard doesn't have high I wasn't prepared to sing that song because
3: we didn't talk about it, but I really didn't stretch my voice out that, so that one one stretches me a little bit. It may not make the cut, but it's
1: all right so here's here's a just kind of a fun cover song
4: sky tissue that i wish you saw sarcasm is to know it all close your eyes and I'll kiss you cause with the birds I share with the birds I share this lonely view and with the birds I share this lonely view and blood lost in the bathroom stall a southern girl with a scarlet draw and Wave goodbye to my empire cause with the birds I've shared. With the birds I've shared this long Push me up against the wall. A young, young Kentucky K- girl in a push up brawl. And falling all over myself to lick your heart and taste your health. Cause I with the push I share this lonely. spoken with a broken jaw step outside but not to brawl and autumn sweet will call it fall i'll make it to the moon if i have to crawl and I with the bush i share this lonely
0: Shaughnessy Cargile will be in Puckett's restaurant downtown adjacent to the Tennessee Aquarium on Sunday evening, January 8th. That show will start at 8 o'clock. He'll also be in the Cherry Street Tavern this evening and every Thursday evening this month. And his friend Jason Foster will be joining him there for at least some of the shows. (laughs) ¶¶
1: There's no good reason why if I email or call Richard and say, hey, can we come into the studio and share some songs and talk about something that he should be like, okay, yeah, what date? It should be more of like, all right, send me some of your latest music. How much are you guys doing this? Are you really being serious about it? How good is it? What's your goals? I don't know. There should be like almost more of a vetting process to make sure that you're bringing somebody in who's a legit touring musician. At least that's kind of in my mind how it works with radio, because you got to work on your ratings and listeners and sponsors and all these kind of things. So maybe it's the beauty of public radio, but mostly it's the beauty of Richard Wynnum. 15, 16 years ago, he let, at that time, you know, younger guys, but yeah, we were young, mid-20s, who just wanted to share a couple songs for this little fundraiser we did at a place called Cafe Mia Roma, for a lady who was a client of mine at Goodwill at the time who had just recently become homeless. And we thought, I know what we'll do. I know what'll really help her. We'll do a benefit show. I maybe mean, we raised, I think, $78 that night. Maybe, maybe $68, $78. Oh no, somewhere around there. So obviously not a big deal. Able to give her a little something, but the 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 big thing was musically that I got a hold of Richard and just kind of called on a whim, thinking There's probably not a way that we can get on the radio with him. And then he was like, yeah, sure, sounds good. When do you want to come in? He didn't ask for me to send in a music sample or a CD at that time or drop something off. So I just always have appreciated his willingness to support local musicians, but local people, and talk to them like they are somebody. Not just that they're somebody musically or commercially, but that they're just somebody, and they have a story, and they have something they want to share. And he wants to ask questions about that and investigate, and he wants to share it with other people and use his platform. So, so much respect for him in so many ways for so many different reasons, and it was really cool that we got to do that. I think we'll have a guest with us next week. It won't be Richard, although it'd be kind of fun to interview him, kind of flip the tables, but we will have another guest next week and talk about, well, I, just, I think it's gonna be good. How's that for a teaser and a spoiler? Until next time, hope you have a great week, and we'll see you next week on The Normal Life Podcast.